The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Love it with some passion. Rubber band and the money that keeps stacking. Got a honey who come with elite fashion. She too fine, I tell her that thing magic. You ain't a hustle, you broke, well that seems tragic. Gotta catch in the field like deep passes. I tell her plug if it's sticky, then please bag it. I need the best cause I grew up beneath madness. Uh, need a Matt Burgundy Mercy. Jewelry so heavy it might hurt me. Smoke an extra kill, that extra seal. Whoa, Buffalo money need extra bills. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen, football fans? It is the chop-up. It is Wednesday night. It is the first day of the NFL league year, the first official day of the league year. So happy new year to everybody. I know my man uh, Antoine is, is ready. I know my man Stroh's is ready. And like I said, it's the new year. So happy new year to both of you. Uh, what's going on, Stroh's? Hey, man, what's up, dog? Uh, it's a good day around here. You know, we got some good news, so I'm pumped about it. We got some we got some great news around here. But um, and and my man, uh, Antoine, what's going on with you, man? Uh, that, it's a great time of the year. Uh, NFL's, you know, free agency. March Madness kids, I mean, getting started. I mean, so, yeah, baseball coming in about spring training. So, yeah, it's definitely uh, one of the fun times of the year. Okay, way too early predictions. Baseball, who winning it all this year? Man, I <laughs> wait for uh, prediction. Man, yeah, that's wait. Like you have to ask me that next week, Dad. I don't, man, I don't know. You put me on the spot, man. But Toronto looks good. Toronto's definitely looking really good right now. Toronto ain't gonna win nothing. You better stop playing. But, but who's gonna win it, Dad? The I'm not going with the Padres. I'm not. No, the Dodgers. The Dodgers win, please. The Padres. The Padres are candidate to win it. I can't go with the Padres. I mean, they they loaded up on talent. They should win it. The All the talent the they have. Ain't gonna do nothing. Somebody nah, said the Yankees. Nah, I said the Yankees and Sarah said it too. You already know. No, the Yankees, the Yankees, say, <laughs> Yankees say they don't. They ain't the best team in that division. So don't yeah, have me call my girl Jean in the joint. I send her a link to join. Like, right please now. do, please do. <laughs> they like the second but, best team in the division. Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. We got the MVP back. That, that's all that matters. Okay, okay. Y- y'all need y'all still need some pitching though. I mean, Garrett. I mean, Garrett Cole, man, dude is damn Yankees for sure. You know what I'm saying? Oh come uh, on, but... man! Got these Yankee people <laughs> on here, man. Y'all need to stop. 
But all right, well, let's get into it. Y'all know what it is, man. It is, like I said, it's the NFL New Year. It's the first day of um, official business for this year, 2023, of the NFL season. A lot of good stuff going on. So what we're going to do on this show, we're going to try to not focus on the Buffalo Bills. There's a lot of Buffalo Bills pods. We kind of had a, a special edition pod earlier when the Buffalo Bills re-signed Jordan Poyer back to a two-year deal. Uh, so we're not going to try to be redundant. We want to talk about some other things. There's a lot of stuff happening around the NFL. I kind of want to start off um, with a player that a lot of Bills fans wanted. I personally didn't want him, but uh, Jamal Williams, running back from the Detroit Lions, um, he just got scooped up. Twan, why don't you talk about it a little bit? Well, why didn't you want him? Personally? Yeah. I just felt like he was going to be too expensive. And that, like, that, was, that wasn't expensive at all, though. Like that was like a that was like a very cheap deal. I actually didn't see. If I'm being honest, I didn't see what the terms were. I saw that it was three years, but I didn't see what like the terms ten million, were. like yeah. ten million. Yeah, eight it's, million guaranteed. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's it, super cheap. No, that's super that's cheap. what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I don't know why he went to the same. Like, unless the offers just wasn't there, I don't know. I don't know what the deal is, but you know, I know it's a you know pending situation with Alvin Kamara. You know that it may it may not uh, involve him being suspended, but. I think that's a great deal for the Saints. I mean, to get a you know heavy hitter running back like that, and even when Kamara does come back, you get a good tag team tandem that can take some pressure off of Derek Carr and the rest of that offense. You got Chris Olave. I love their offensive line, and then the defense mm-hmm. is really good too. The Saints, Saints gonna be. I'm not saying they're gonna win the Super Bowl or anything in the NFC, but you know they definitely could make some noise. And I definitely think having a guy that can find the ends on the way. Jamal Williams did last year, led the league in touchdown versus touchdowns. I definitely think that's a big addition for them. They definitely not winning the Super Bowl. They, well, no, but, but I mean the NFC is wide. Open. I mean you got the Eagles and you I mean who else do you pick? San Francisco. It's I feel so like wide the Eagles over. Lost a lot of people, man. Exactly. Eagles lost. You know, like I know, like they just made the Super Bowl, so it's like okay, the Eagles is already. But when you take a step back and you look at all the moves that's going on and the people that they lost, it's like wait a minute, they not the same Eagles already. So I I don't know. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Um, what it's other... wide. NFC's wide open. Like, NFC, I think, is wide open. San Francisco, maybe, but even they have questions. Let me ask you a little bit about another NFC team. They just let go of Zeke. The Dallas Cowboys let go of Ezekiel um, Elliott today. How do you – Sterles, let's start with you on this one. First, I mean, I feel like everybody knows that it's, it's Tony Pollard's team, you know, as far as the running back position is concerned. But um, just what was your reaction to the news that they were going to release him and then – um, and also, there's a correction in the comments. They said it was three three years for $12 million for uh, Jamal Williams, which is still – that's still cheap. If I would have known that for the Buffalo Bills, I would have taken a Jamal Williams to pair with um, James Cook. Like, that, I think that's a good – when you're talking about a tandem, those are – that's a good tandem. But Ezekiel Elliott, man, what are, you, what are your thoughts on them letting him go, and where do you think he ends up? Well, Tony Pollard <clears throat> completely outplayed him. Um, you know, I, st- I think Zeke is – he's – he's washed in terms of what he once was like, he doesn't have the near the explosiveness that he's, that he once had. However, if you can get him on a minimum deal or I would even, you know, on a deal just like, uh, you know, Jamal Williams, maybe not as much guaranteed money. I, I wouldn't mind seeing him with the bills. I mean, you don't need him to be the bell cow, but what Zeke does do well, um, it was just his pass protection is really good. And I think that uh, the Bills could use someone like him in the backfield. So, you know, I'd be a perfect place for a one-year deal to rehab his career and kind of see what's up. But uh, I think, you know, I think that it's time for Zeke to 
to go to a different organization. And this is what happens when you pay running backs all that money. And uh, for him, he, you know, he's only a seven-year pro. Uh, you know, it's 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 not looking good for old Zeke. You saying only though, but I mean, he's a, he. He he has he has dope numbers. That's a like lot in is, running year years. Yeah, yeah he's a yeah, third he, leading rusher for the Cowboys all time in history, and that's behind. Right, yeah. that's behind like the leading rusher of all time. So I mean, like and he, Tony Dorsett, two Hall of Famers. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like his career is very. He has a very good career, and I mean, now sure. if he, a team picks him up as a short yardage situation back or a goal line back. I, I think he could absolutely fill that role in. But I got a question for Antoine here, my man Jason Stroud. In the comments, wants to know um, he has a question about the contract restructures. Is there a certain timeline that they had to be done? Because it feels like he's talking about Buffalo. I'm assuming here, but it feels like we got ours done so late that maybe we missed out on some guys we could have went after. No, I mean, but normally uh, the contract re, uh, restructures are done before the league year starts. That way, you have extra money to spend. Like you can do it after the league year starts, but again, once you do it at that point, then all the action has already happened. At that point where we start, the action started Monday, actually. So, like, you're already behind the eight ball. It's kind of what he alluded to with you're the Bills. And, you know, all these deals are already kind of happening, agreed upon. So, you're doing it on a Wednesday. It's kind of like, eh, you know, we could have got X, Y, Z guy, you know, instead of if we had done this on Sunday as opposed to, you know, wait until Tuesday or Wednesday. So, yeah, I mean, it's no timeline on it, but you definitely want it done sooner rather than later. Let me ask you this, because I, I like I felt like this morning when I woke up, I wanted to I don't I'm just joking when I say this, but I felt like I wanted to text Tremaine Edmonds and be like, dog, just rethink this. Can you like so because these are agreed upon terms? No, just, I said I'm joking when I say that. But hear what I'm saying. They're agreed upon terms during this legal tampering phase. Can a player like say, OK, so I agree to something Monday as a player and then Wednesday comes and I'm like, you know what? I want to go back home. Is that something that can happen I, I feel like i haven't seen that yet in the nfl i've seen it in I, the nba i've seen it well yeah i'm trying to remember if it happens in that i've seen it in certain sports but yeah i mean it could happen i mean but it's just kind of like you know people go off um based off of, off of their word all the time i mean hell we saw it with coaching josh mcdaniels with you know the Colts, and then he went back on his word and i'm going back to new england so i mean it's happened before in certain instances it's just you know it's kind of frowned upon and ethically it's not right but you yeah, could it happen? Yeah, absolutely. No, I thought you know it might have happened in NFL. Yeah. And Sarah made a good point. It happened to the Buffalo Bills, and I'm sitting here and I don't remember it. Last season when McKissick uh, signed to the Buffalo Bills from Washington Commanders and then decided to renege on that agreement and go back to Washington, and now he's cut. Yeah. <laughs> so I, yeah, I just wish uh, not. I wish Tremaine would have done it, man. Like I'm just saying, like. Forget Chicago. You shaking your head. You could do that all you want to. Look up money. Look up what you paid him that money. I didn't. It ain't about the money for me. Yeah, yes, it is. Yeah, it it's is about, about the money. No, nah, man, he can make the bag. Cause, cause can... you ain't making the money. It ain't your money. That's well, why it ain't nah. about the money. <laughs> yeah, I'm not making. <laughs> I wish I was making seventy two million. Exactly that. You, like I can get you to be a Bears fan for seventy two million right now. No, I'm a Bears fan now because Tremaine's there. It just it is what it is. Like that's my guy, and I'm gonna ride with him. But but it, it hurts. It hurts, but anyway, let's finish. Let's finish talking. He said, "I'll be a bear fan for fifteen dollars." Let's talk, let's talk a little bit about. Um, oh man! For minimum oh, wage out there for a cheeseburger. So today was the first day officially that um, teams were able to speak with Lamar Jackson. Yes. 
I haven't heard anything. I've been sending some text messages around to people that I know that I feel like would be in the know. I, I'm getting crickets. Um, have you heard about any teams reaching out to Lamar Jackson? Um, and I already know we had the list of teams saying that they were not interested and they're okay. But I feel like there's a couple teams that you would think would have reached out. Have you heard anything personally? I have not. Uh, I did see a Twitter, a tweet saying that the Colts might be interested simply because they're not necessarily sold on this quarterback class. And uh, obviously they need a quarterback. They end up letting letting go of Matt Ryan today. So I mean, obviously he wasn't coming back anyway. But, you know, yeah, I mean, and the Colts have the number four pick in the draft. You know, if they, they're sold on Lamar Jackson, then, you know, that might be an option. But I don't know what other options are going to be out there for him. I mean, this, this, things are kind of drying up. Washington, you know, they all, they, they decided Jacoby Brissett and they got Sam Howell there, who is going to be their starter. Carolina's mm-hmm. going to draft the quarterback. Uh, the Raiders uh, signed Jimmy Garoppolo. I still expect them possibly to draft the quarterback. You know, where, where's the opportunities there other than the Colts? Maybe. Like, I, I don't know. I don't really see a whole lot of chances for him other than maybe he might have to just return to Baltimore for a year and play on a franchise tag. I know that's not what he wants to do, but, you know, that, that might be his only option, to be quite honest with you. I mean, he's starting to run out of options. I just think the Colts aren't – I don't know. I just – I don't see it being a really – like, it's a move for, for money, obviously. But I'm saying, like, if you're trying to win, man, I just don't see that, that team as set up to win – the same way other teams are. Like, I would rather just go back to Baltimore. Well, I mean, yeah, but if they offer – well, it's about them offering the money. That's what it's about now. Now it's kind of in their hands. If the if the Colts offer them, you know, $250 million guaranteed and the Ravens refuse to match, then he's going to he's going to Indianapolis because, you know, the Col- I'm sure Baltimore would probably just rather have the picks in that case because they're not going to match that. And that's kind of out of his hands, although he could say – well, I don't want to necessarily play for the Colts and then try to work it that way, but I don't know what situation is going to be great for him. Like, what, what, I mean, look around the league. I mean, there's not a lot of great situations that's out there for him that's going to be, you know, ideal for yeah, him say, to go out there and win. I would say to me, the, the best possible scenario now, based on what I'm looking at that's happening around the league with free agency, if he could, if, if he could talk to whoever and have them figure out, like what they got to do out in San Francisco to make well, that. What well, if not happening either? Because they're. I'm just they're saying set. though. But I'm well, they're not set. Yeah, they are. I mean, they 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 went up and traded for Trey Lance years ago. Trey so, Lance and trade Trey Lance. Yeah, I would trade him to the to the Baltimore Ravens. So you got a young guy that you're. I'm for. I'm not the only one saying this. Like you looking at me like I'm crazy. I'm not the only one saying this. If I was San Francisco 49ers, I would do my damnness to try to get Lamar Jackson, get rid of Trey Lance, send him out there to Baltimore with another first-round pick or something like that. And they also don't have a first-round pick either, so they also – I'm saying for next year or something like that because you have yeah. – you can like Trey Lance is your first-round pick that you can give him for this year. And then – you know what I mean? Like figure something out. I'm sure there's something that could be figured out. If I was them, that's what I would try to do. Like honestly, yeah. God. But I think they're set too. I think they're fine with you know just contenting their situation as well. But yeah, that would be ideal. That'd be the most ideal spot for. That might be the only ideal spot for. To be quite honest with you, at the moment. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge—that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey. 
instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. So, Steros, I was also looking. So, Jacoby Brissett signed with the Washington Commanders. And that one um, that one kind of gets me because I feel like they were set up to look for somebody in the draft, obviously. Um, Brissett, I feel like, in a way, he – he played well enough to earn a starting role, but you can, you know, he's not a franchise guy. Right. You get what I mean? But so uh, how do you think this plays out for, for Washington? Do you think that they still uh, look to try to draft a quarterback this year? Do you think that they're like, okay, we can spend some time with Brissett while we figure out if a guy, you know, or what do you think is going to happen when it comes to that? I think they're going to roll with what they got this year. Um, I think they're in a perfect position in terms of, you know, you got a new offensive coordinator, right. Coming over from uh, Eric mm-hmm. Bianami. So I, I and I think, you know, to be honest, like Washington's one of those scorn franchises where, you know, I think he'll have a lot of time to figure things out. You know what I'm saying? So it, I think it's a good move for them to bring in a guy like Jacoby Brissett, a veteran who can play in a pinch, like to do he, and be successful. I mean, he's not a franchise guy by any means, but he's a really good backup quarterback. So see what you got in the young guy, Sam Howell, let those two battle out. And then, you know, if, it, if the season goes to hell, you know, you can go draft a quarterback early next year. The only the only problem with that, I got two things I want to say. The only problem with that is, you know, the ch- potential change in ownership. So if they do get a new owner and right. they don't make that the playoffs, then yeah, they they might be a little bit on the hot seat then because that's not their guy. So that does kind of complicate things too. And then another thing too, I mean, you talked about percent. I mean, he probably could be a starter, but where where again we start to run out of opportunities. Where would he start at? Like realistically, they either we either got teams that are trying to try to draft a quarterback, teams that have a quarterback, or teams that believe they do have a quarterback. And I don't know what situation he could go in and, you know, legitimately start at the moment. Atlanta? Uh, I, okay, I that, than... okay, that. Yeah, Atlanta, but I don't I don't know what the hell Atlanta's doing actually, but yeah, that might be <laughs> one of the very few situations. <laughs> the can go back to the Colts. <laughs> well, the Colts can draft the Colts. Right. I don't think Atlanta knows, right. I don't I don't think think Atlanta knows what Atlanta's doing. The Colts could draft the guy, so yeah. But yeah, I don't I don't know what the Falcons are doing. I think he's better than Baker Mayfield. I mean, why didn't Tampa take a shot at, at they at, they're at, in cap hell? You know I mean? Yeah, I I don't think Baker Mayfield Baker. is making a lot of money. And also no, they got Kyle Trask. They got Kyle Trask there, so they want to, you know, possibly see. So I think they're <laughs> content. I think they're content with if we if these guys are not it, we could draft, you know, Caleb Williams possibly next year. But see, this is this is where this is what it's come to. I'm old enough to remember in the playoffs or, or heading into the playoffs when Twan was telling me how good Baker Mayfield still is, and now he's in a competition. He's in no, a quarterback no, competition. Oh no, I hate when people Trask. put words in my mouth. No, that's not what I. No, that's not that's not what I said. No, that's not what I said. You said no. Like, to be to be honest with you, you said I I said he was better than uh, Cam Newton. You said he was not. He's That's what I say. Okay, watch Cam. Cam Newton ain't on the roster, man. Like, Cam just let it go. Too. 
He don't want to at this point. That's, that's BS. Content, man. That's BS. Content. No. That's, that's BS. That's BS. Yeah. If the, if, I'm not the only one that feels that way. Apparently, the NFL shot. feels that way too. Cam like Cam, Cam, Cam Newton is done, man. Like he's Listen, done. That, Cam, no, I didn't say Cam, Cam I didn't say Baker Mayfield was good. Baker. He better no, than he's Baker. not. No, he's not. Baker, Baker no, is absolute cheeks. Not man. right now. He's no, bummed. not right now. Did you see Cam Newton the last time he played? I did. I did. And, and what do you think about his play? I mean, he was bad. It showed her a shot. <laughs> exactly. 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 It showed, it showed it her a shot. Exact, my point exactly. You say Baker's point, cheeks. But my point is, Baker, he's cheeks, period. It didn't, like, it didn't matter. Like, he's just. It does like, matter, man. though. Yeah. Yeah, so, he, he can he can so, at least be a backup quarter. Baker Mayfield at least be in the league for 10 years as a backup. Cam Newton, like, he's done. Like, he's he's done, man. Like, just let it go. Up. He should back no, up he down there. You know, he's going. No, I'm saying Baker's going to back up the, the guy he might. down there, and that's he dude, might. That is so hilarious to me. That is so hilarious to me. He might, man. I mean, yes, hey. I mean, they're both they're both trash right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they both buns. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, what you say? Uh, Cam is what you what you call him? Spence? The, the pot is called the kettle black. That's basically <laughs> what it is. Like no, that's, that's what it is at this point. Yeah, listen, I just yeah, yeah I know. You I just don't want to say it. You just don't want to say it. I said I said he was bad. I did. No, you <laughs> no, no, you said well, it's the same yeah. thing. Both of both the guys are not very good. But no, I, I said he was trash the last time he played. I, I'm exactly. saying it again. He was trash exactly. the last time he played. But who's less trash? What's the lesser of two evils? I'm taking Cam. No, I not, not right now. You're not. Baker not can't right even now. run for a first down. Cam can at least give you four yards on his scramble. Baker can move. Like, he can't move like Cam Newton, but he can yeah, move. Yeah, he can move down to Tampa Bay. Like, that's all he's doing. <laughs> that dude is buns, man. Hey, and guess what? He's got, he's, he's got a job, though. He got a he job. Do. He do. He do. The number one overall pick got a job backing up the backup down there the, in Tampa to Bay. To the backup. I yeah, I love it. I love it. But whatever, let's let's move forward because I don't want to keep going on Baker. Baker, he's really not that bad. I just, I guess I've I've had a thing about Baker since he was drafted. The way he came into the league with his attitude, as if he won multiple championships before he was ever drafted. I just didn't like his attitude. Okay, um, then you could say that then. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree I'm saying that. that. I'm, I'm admitting yeah. to it. Like I just don't. I, I wasn't a fan of his, so I just always celebrated uh, at at the moments that you know it was just. Anyway, let's talk a little bit about the. the uh, <laughs> hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So my boy, if y'all would have saw Spence lately yesterday, the man, my boy needed a hug. Now Stella got his groove back today, boy. He is all. He's listen, on. He's back. Listen, listen. <laughs> Toy, you should have seen it, bro. You should have seen him. Oh, he, he he was crying. I wasn't crying, but I was. So I did. I did the code of conduct. You know, every Tuesday I do the code of conduct. I was. I was just going off about the Buffalo Bills because I felt like there were. I felt like the holes that we were that we're going into the season with, we didn't have to, and the fact that like I feel like, and I, I still have the graphics up in here because we did it in the chop up. So I talked about these draft classes. Um, you know, you go back to this draft class and. Okay, so in this class, who would you say we hit on? Tyler Bass, Gabriel Davis, and Dane Jackson, right? Maybe AJ Epinesa, if you want to say that. So four in that class, right? I wouldn't even then give it that. You go to yeah, this that's, class. That's what I was gonna say, but okay. Okay, okay. So we won't give it that. We because I yeah. don't like AJ Epinesa. So Me let's either. say three in that let's, class. Exactly. Right. 
Then you go to this class, Kyer Elam, who they barely played. So really, I can't say we hit, but I like him. So I'm, let's say incomplete. Kyer like you get me incomplete right now. In, okay, James Cook. He ended up coming on towards the end of the year. I think he we decent. can say that that he's a part of the future here. Same yes. thing, Khalil Shakir, incomplete in a way. I like him. Um, Terrell Bernard looks like he might end up being the starter now, but who knows? Because yeah. he didn't see the field as a starter. <laughs> then we go here, Greg Rousseau. We can say as a hit, Boogie Basham. Marquez Stevenson, no. DeMar Hamlin, I know he got injured. I know everything that happened, but let's be honest. Before the injury, Hamlin wasn't the guy that we were saying, oh, yeah, if Micah Hyde never comes back, we're set with DeMar Hamlin. We weren't saying that. So, again, what do we hit in this class? One. <laughs> One pick. So, so, again, out of all of those classes, we hit four, five players with a couple incompletes, and now you expect me to believe that going into this draft that Brandon Bean is just going to hit. If we would have lost Jordan Poyer, we did lose Tremaine Edmonds. You know what I mean? Like, so instead of it just going into it like, okay, we need a wide receiver, maybe a running back and some offensive lineman, now you got to draft a starter and say, now Porter, Jordan Poyer's back, so I'm a little bit in a better mood. But you got to draft a starting uh, linebacker because we're not going to sign somebody that's going to give you that production. Guys are already signed. Levante Dave, the one we wanted, went back to Tampa Bay. There's some other possibles, but it's looking real bleak in that situation as far as, line, as, far as linebackers. Jordan Poyer's back. Cool. But you got to fill in these holes now, and you expect me to believe that we're going to hit on seven rounds of draft picks when these are the drafts that we just had? That's that's what you want me to believe. See, see, this is why, like, I wish you were going like to the owners' meetings. You know, I know I know you're going on vacation, but these are questions that need to be asked. Like, these are the questions. Like, I, like I said, I, I'm not on the Bills beat, so I can't necessarily ask the question. But uh, yeah, those are questions. Those are fair questions to ask. Like, I mean, you know, why do you why do you feel like you know you have they will have confidence in Brandon Bain considering the drafts that he have? I mean, I'm sure I don't know if somebody has asked that maybe or but. That's ain't nobody, ain't nobody class. Class. Ain't nobody they, got why, class. why couldn't they? Why couldn't they? They should. They should. Why couldn't they? Why couldn't they? I feel like I feel like on the beat that we have, I, I feel like I don't think anybody Jerry before he got fired for being uh, a male chauvinist, before he got fired, he was the only <laughs> one that would have had the fortitude to ask that question. He's the only one. Nobody, and I'm not saying it like the guys on the beat are punks, but I just think that they have a certain respect and relationship with the team where they're not going to do that. They don't want to risk their relationship with the team. Well, I it's love not, the team, it's, 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 the way, it's the way you say it. It ain't like how you, if, I mean, you ask the question like, okay, you know, what gives you the confidence you can find starters in this draft considering your previous drafts? And then if he's like, oh, okay, you know, what do you mean? Then you could just go down the list of like guys that, you know, hadn't worked out. Not necessarily, you know, picking on anybody, but I mean, it's a fair question to ask. Yeah. Again, it's not, it's not like you're being malicious. You're not taking shots at anybody, but you're just saying what gives you that confidence you can find somebody to replace Tremaine Edmonds in the draft. Uh, you ask him that, he's going to turn red. <laughs> no, no, it's not, no. No, I mean, they can give you, like, they can give you a BS answer. Like, they, they don't have to give you an honest answer. Like, we ask Robert Sala, you know, tough questions all the time. He gives us BS answers, but <laughs> at least we ask the question. Well, New York, the New York media is a little different than, than any other media yeah. in the country. But, uh, but, but I, like, heard, I, mean, I heard, I heard, Buffalo is the only team in New York. So, that's like, true. I thought y'all, I thought y'all should take. Uh, but but take, New York media, I'm saying New York media. <laughs> y'all still when the, no, the New York paper comes out I in know. New York City, right? I said the media. I ain't talking about the team. I ain't talking about the team. 
Them boys is New Jersey. Well, it comes okay. out in Jersey. It comes out of Jersey too, but yes, I know what you mean. Okay. See, Twine trying to be funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but the point is, but but the point is, like, yeah, I still think it's you have to ask tough questions at times. Otherwise, you're not really doing your job. Well, I just feel like to me, that's the that's the question heading into the draft. Um, because like I said, I get it. We 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 hit on Josh Allen. So when you find your quarterback, there's a lot of things that are masked and a lot of things that you just accept from th- from the team situation because your quarterback can win a game for you that you probably wouldn't have won. You know what I mean? So I, I get that. But no, but anyway, just so moving on, let's talk a little bit about uh, we started off kind of talking about how uh, now you're the team that you cover is going to have a new quarterback, potentially, maybe. Um, I feel like it's going that way. At some, point. Way, but, at some yeah, point, at some point, yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> but how do you feel about how to, uh, the way all of this is kind of unfolding right now with the the saga? I call it Brett Favre 2.0. Uh, but, Basically, yeah. Yeah, so how do you feel about the way it's going? I mean, it's a bit of a – I mean – you would have liked it to be worked out. I mean, I, I get it. Well, he, you know, obviously Rodgers was on Pat McAfee today and was talking about how, you know, they were saying to him, like, they wanted him to return to Green Bay and, you know, this, that, and got, kind of gassed him up. And he said after he came back from the retreat, things were a little bit different, how, you know, it seems like they wanted to move on to Jordan Love. But, I mean, fair enough. I mean, I, I think, you know, some missteps for a lot of different people. The Packers could have been completely honest. It's been like, you know, hey – you know, we got Jordan Love. You know, he's been sitting for three years. It's kind of like what you did behind Brett for three years. You know, we kind of want to move on. Uh, we drafted him. We need to find out about him because we need to pick up his fifth-year option in May or so. So we have two years to kind of figure out about him. And I think Aaron would have probably been accepted. I, I mean, he was pissed off when they drafted him. But, you know, at a certain point, you just come to the realization that it's going to happen. So, and mm-hmm. I think he's kind of, you know, in that place now. And, you know, I feel like, it's something that now the Jets and the Packers just have to work out compensation. And it seems like the Packers are like, you know, the Jets are kind of batting in this corner now where Aaron Rodgers is pretty much said, I want to go, I want to play with the Jets. And the Packers are like, well, they may not have to give up a, you know, <laughs> amazing first, a whole lot of first round picks. Yeah, I agree. He's a diva too. So yeah, there's no doubt about that. I mean, he, he's a lot of different things, but you know, the Jets, they feel the pressure. Like they know they have to win this year. So and you got the Daniel Hackett, you got him over, you know, he come coming over from being fired from Denver. They understand that if they don't make the playoffs, a lot of people are going to lose their job. So the worst way to kind of negate that is they go out and get a veteran quarterback in Aaron Rodgers. It may be a band-aid for a year, but maybe we can postpone or hold off our potential firing by getting a, you know, veteran quarterback for a year that can possibly get us, you know, win a playoff game or two for us, maybe. Sterling, do you see three teams coming out to AFC? Yeah. The AFC East, I should say. AFC East, you mean. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I think if they get uh, Aaron Rodgers, the Bills, Jets, and Dolphins are practically locks to go to the playoffs, man. Uh, you know, and, and honestly, if if the you know, if Aaron Rodgers is a Jet, I'm a little worried about that just because that defense alone is is, is scary. And then you add somebody who can actually make a play or two when it counts, that, that's gonna prove big. Well, so my question to you, to both of you, because, you know, is this going to be the Aaron Rodgers that we've seen that we've seen throughout his career? Or is this going to be the one we saw last year? Because if it's the Aaron Rodgers from last year and and I get it, some people are saying, oh, he had a thumb injury and others are talking about, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, I I get that he he had a rough year physically. But I mean, also, when he healed up, 
you know, even at the end of the year, the Detroit Lions, they, they sent them boys home. And, you know, it, it wasn't the Aaron Rodgers we're used to seeing, and he was healthy for that game. Well, I guess we'll go find out. I mean, yeah. you know, they, the Packers didn't have a great offensive line. The Jets still have some questions there to address there as well. So, I mean, they put they try to put a good team around them. I mean, obviously getting Alan Lazar there, they pair up with Garrett Wilson. I think that's a big move there. You know, they they have, you know, solid tight ends and Tyler Coughlin and also C.J. Uh I think those guys are uh, really key, solid there. You know, Brees Hall, I would like to see them graft another running back sit because you got a guy that's coming off an ACL injury. And you have no idea how long it's going to take for him to come back. But, you know, I, I think they're in a good place. I mean, their team, why can't they be one of those mediocre teams that sneak into the playoffs at number seven or six and just get in? I think, they, I think the AFC East is going to be a gauntlet. And then, again, we hadn't even talked about the Patriots, even though I know they're mediocre, and I know a lot of people Juju. want to forget about them, but they did get Juju. And also, Bill O'Brien, I think, is going to improve their offense a lot uh, compared to what happened last year. And their defense is always good. Like, you can say whatever you want to about the Patriots, but you know they're well coached and they're going to have a solid solid defense. So that that AFC East is going to be murderous rogue, no matter who you're playing from week to week. Yep. I agree. No, I agree. I agree with you. My only real concern – like, so if I'm a Jets fan, my only real concern about it is I – going into this year – after watching the team last year, I really feel like weapons and defense, all we needed was a solid quarterback. So now what my concern is, Aaron Rodgers is bringing guys who are kind of subpar. He, you know, um, and not all of them are solid. I think think he's solid, but then you're talking about bringing um, really Cobb. Cobb was good. I'm not saying this is not a shot. I think he's a very good player for a long time. He's aged. But he's on the wrong year. You know, he's on the wrong side of of his career at this point. So I just don't think he – I think that the team, the way the Jets are constructed, if you add Aaron Rodgers to last year's team, I think that team by far, by far outperforms what they did. Well, hell, you could have put Matt Jones on the Jets. I think they would have gotten in the playoffs over the Dolphins. Well, but now I feel like some of those players on offense are going to be on a short. They're going to be on their way out if you're prioritizing the guys that Rodgers wants to play with. Yeah, it's it's a short, it's a band aid situation. They are trying to win in the short term. Like again, these guys are trying to save their job. Like they understand the situation. If they do not, they lost six straight to end the year. The owner was not happy whatsoever. If they don't make the playoffs this year, they're a lot. Like I said again, a lot of people are going to be gone. Period. Mm-hmm. Like especially when you fit you started out the year seven and four in a December, looking good. Like all you have to do is probably win two games and get to the playoffs. And then they couldn't even do that. They end up losing six straight at the end of the year. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I think I, I agree with both of you. I think the AFC East is gonna be um at least expectation wise is going to be the fun division but I, I i'm cautious to say that because last year we thought the afc west was going to be that way you get what i mean correct correct yes and it was not well well you did you still had two playoff teams coming out of there so to be fair but yeah it wasn't it wasn't the gauntlet that i think a lot of people expected yeah yeah so um who was I going to – because now that, that just threw me. I was going to ask her. Oh, Miles Sanders signed. So more running backs uh, coming off the board. And the contracts aren't looking like what I think a lot of people assumed. Uh, like everybody was thinking like, yo, a lot of these dudes are going to get bread. Um, how are you feeling about uh, – you know what? Even before we get there, even before we get there, there's a lot of guys that are being cut that I wouldn't have expected to be cut. Darius Slay did not come to terms with the Philadelphia Eagles on a restructured contract. And they let him go. 
Um, Sterles, I'll start with you and then ask Tuan about this. How do you guys feel about Darius Slay? Again, I said the Eagles don't have the same squad. If you look at them a week ago, they don't look like the same squad already. Uh, how do you feel about prior to the draft? Um, how do you feel about the Eagles? Man, it sucks because, you know, they went on that <clears throat> that Super Bowl run and it's like their whole team's going to be different next year. I mean, they, they, Miles Sanders just signed with the uh, Panthers. They released Darius Slay. Bradbury's gone. Uh, I think they got their defense tackle Fletcher Cox back today. Hargrove but is gone, though. Hargrove is the main cog mm-hmm. and he's gone. Mm-hmm. So that that team that that played so well, even in the Super Bowl, they played a really good game. Now they're they're going to be looking at you know holes to fill, and I think it's because they're gearing up to pay Jalen Hurts. They they know that they're going to have to pay him, so the roster's going to have to change. The cool thing about you know what the Eagles got going on is they draft well. So like if I'm an Eagles fan, I'm okay with them making those moves. Like Darius, it's not like you you groom Darius Slay from a, he, when he was a rookie. You got him in an acquisition, so. If I'm an Eagles fan, I'm cool with it because I, you know, I would have faith in in my GM, you know, Harry Harry Roseman to make really good draft picks. And that's what he does. They do have two first round picks. So that definitely helps a lot in that case, too. But yeah, I think you hit on it. Like they don't have a fifth year option they can rely on with Jalen Hurst where they could. You know, tagging with that, they, I mean, he was a second-round pick, so they kind of, they they have to end up paying him now, or, you know, he's kind of on a lame duck deal for a year. You don't necessarily want to go into next year with kind of what happened with Lamar Jackson and anything like that. You want to make sure you get it paid now because it's only going to go up from here. So, yeah, I definitely think, you know, getting him signed is definitely uh, the main, their main focus. But, yeah, I definitely think, you know, having the amount of picks that they do, I mean, I think they'll be fine. I still, I still think – you know, they may be the best team in the East. Although, you know, I like what the Cowboys have done against Stephon Gilmore, too. Like, I think that's going to be a big move for them. So, yeah, the Cowboys are definitely going to be right there as well. If they can, if they can somehow add another receiver, Dallas, then I definitely think they could possibly overtake the Eagles in that division. Yep. It's funny how people are talking about Stephon Gilmore. Like because he was traded, and you know, a couple times now that people are looking he's at him as if he's not—he's yeah. a good cornerback, man, and he's not. He I mean, he might teams. not be, and that's that's what I kind of want to talk about. Like, I would would I have taken him back in Buffalo? Yeah, last year we signed a couple guys that you know what I mean. Like in the off season, we signed some guys that didn't pan out through halfway through the season. You know, we've signed guys in Buffalo that freaking retired at halftime. So yeah, of course <laughs> I would take back Stefan Gilmore at this point. Like, but I mean, not again, I'm not necessarily wanting to talk about Buffalo, but what I'm saying is like, when you look at a guy like that, the narrative changes so quickly just because some people like to get it out there that way. Stefan Gilmore is a good cornerback dude. And, and going down there now and you match him up with, with Diggs. That deep now Diggs will give up the big play because he takes he takes a chance. But the thing is, he's a very good cornerback. Yeah. Like if he chose not to take those chances and just really and play that game and, and stop guys from doing it, you know what I mean? Like he he's a very good cornerback. That defense can rush the quarterback. That defense can stop the run. Now it's gonna be tough to throw it on the on the edge. Like it's just gonna be tough to throw it on the boundary. I'm telling you, the Cowboys, if that can control his turnovers, if he can, if he can do what he does there, I just <laughs> every year I feel like we say Dallas is going to be good, but I just feel like defensively now, if you keep in teams from scoring more than 14, 17 points every week and that offense, they score yeah, they every, do. every year they score. 
I just think it's going to be tough to, to beat Dallas, man. They, they, be tough they just need a they need a weapon though offensively, and then yep. you're probably going to lose Dalton Schultz too. So that's that's definitely going to mm-hmm. hurt a little bit as well. But yeah, I definitely think if they could add another weapon alongside CD Lamb, you talked about Tony Pollard. I think he's been the better running back for Dallas like the last two years, really. Mm-hmm. Like, if you can they're, – they're key. Like, they definitely could end up winning that division. I think that's going to be a tough division, too. I mean, I'm not saying it's going to be, you know, Mutterers Row or anything, but you got the Giants who made the playoffs last year. Uh, obviously, the Cowboys and the Eagles did, too. And then Washington, I definitely think, may be improved, too, as well. So, yeah, that's going to be a, you know a difficult division. I think the Giants made a mistake, though. I, I get that Daniel Jones had a successful career compared to what he had. I think they made a mistake really committing to him um for the foreseeable future right now i don't think that he's a franchise guy i don't think he's a guy that can really lead you and in that division again the cowboys can score i know dayball is an offensive genius we love him in buffalo and he's this and he's that they do not have what they need receivers (laughs) you know and unless the draft is really good to them they're not going to be able to keep up with the cowboys offensively the eagles are not getting worse offensively you know what i mean it's just i just i don't know i feel like they made a mistake yeah, I, I think you could say that too. But you know, they they're counting on Daniel Jones to be better in his second year on the day ball too. And you know, getting I'm not saying if Darren Waller can stay healthy, that's the main thing. Like if he can stay healthy, that'll be a big condition for him. I mean, health has been obviously a concern with him, but when he's on the field, I mean, he's a solid pass catcher for him. Somebody that can get you probably like 60 receptions. Hell, that that would have been great for them last year to consider the people that they lined up out there the receiver and tight end position. But, yeah, I definitely think, you know, the draft, like, they could add another receiver, too. I mean, there's some options out there. It isn't the greatest wide receiver draft, but it is some players that I think could help them next year, too. I, I, I'm trying my hardest. Again, it always ends up coming back to the Bills for me. You're talking about the wide receiver draft, and it's not the greatest. I'm trying my hardest not to, in my mind and in my heart, want Zay Flowers. Because I feel like I'm going to want him to be in Buffalo, and we're not going to get him, and I'm going to be disappointed. He's he's like really that the only guy that's that I feel can be available around that twenty to twenty you know like that where we're gonna draft, and I just feel like we're not gonna get him, man. And and we really need a receiver. And I don't think the Bills is going. Now I hope Brandon Bean proves me wrong. He always does stuff at night. So being after dark, trade him know. up, trade up, trade up a little bit to go get him. Jump in front man. of the Giant. You might have to jump in front of the Giants to do it though. I, I I would do it if it was me. Like, but I mean, Brandon Bean is not me. Obviously, I'm a podcaster. That's why I'm a podcaster, not a GM. But man, I would trade up ASAP to get that dude. Like, we yeah, need help good. after Stephon Diggs, man. We hey, need I, I've said him since he's playing in high school down in Florida. So I I know how good he. I like I say I I'm surprised he went up to BC. That was my big question. I was like, why is this guy not playing in Miami? Like seriously, like I mean, he he was that good at high school and. You know, he showed that in Boston College, even as a freshman, like he was like just burning, you know, juniors and seniors as far as quarterbacks. I mean, he is legit. I know a lot of people have questions about the size, but I mean, he is a great route runner. I mean, if you can't catch him and his route running is like superb, then I I really don't care about size. I mean, I I saw Steve Smith, like not that I'm comparing Zay Flowers to Steve Smith, but, you know, I saw Steve Smith just, you know, go game busters on people for years. And like that man. He's listed at five nine, but he's really like five seven. And like it, I mean, I don't care about the size. As long as you can get away from people and you're you're a Chris Route runner like plays flowers, then that's all that matters to me. Yeah. I feel like a guy like Jordan Addison, I think his stock is yes. gonna fall. I think Zay Flowers will be gone before the Bills pick. And I think Jordan Addison will be on the board when the Bills pick. 
I, I just hope so. And and it, not just that he's on the board. Like, I hope he's on the board and Brandon Bean has the fortitude to take him there. Like, take a, ride, take a wide receiver in round one. Do it, Brandon. Yeah. Talk him into it, Sean. Do it. You know what I feel like is going to happen? When they, and we're going to be there. When he walks that, that damn pickup to the podium, it's going to say linebacker. <laughs> That's what it's going to say. It's going to say linebacker. Watch. And you know what I'm going to do, right? I'm going to lose my entire mind. <laughs> I'm going well, to no, Depends on the linebacker. Depends on the linebacker. Mm-mm. Like no, nobody, nobody cares. Like who you? Well, very few people care who you. Even if you upset draft night, but if that draft in, that draft play that player you draft ends up being really good, then nobody's going to remember that anyway. So just kind of keep true. that in mind. That's true. It, but if though, it's a big if. Exactly. It's a big if. I don't want a linebacker around one. I, I just I don't I don't want a linebacker around one. What, what we if need re- Jose Flowers and uh, Addison off the board then? You still gonna just reach to take a wide receiver? I don't want to reach, but I will lose my mind if we take a linebacker in round one. Draft an offensive lineman. Oh, man. I know Bills fans are tired of defensive linemen. Take a defensive. We still got to get to the. And I know, like the report out there, because he said it. Von Miller should be ready by the start of the season because he thinks it's only going to take till training camp. Yeah, I don't rely on it. Yeah. He's gonna be out, okay? He's not. He's not gonna be healthy for the start of the season. And if he is, like, he's not gonna be a hundred percent. So you gotta like bring him along very slowly, especially considering his age. Yeah, he ain't I no would, Adrian Peterson. I will lose my mind, bro. I'm telling you, I will lose my mind. Anyway, let's let's move on because I'm I'm <laughs> I, again. <laughs> I'm tr- <laughs> I will lose my mind, man. Matter of fact, when you at the ownership meetings, please. I'm. A, I'm. A, can I just give you a list of like three questions? That you get out there for me because I was supposed to go, but then, like I said, my va- like you, you know, you mentioned my vacation was around that time. I just can't be there. But, but man, yeah, I'm gonna try just, to get to like all the AFC East coaches, but we'll see how that goes. Like I may have to do some maneuvering while I leave my recorder and in, in on the Jets table while I just go ask some questions. So if I do that, then I may be able to ask some questions for you. Let's talk about another big move that was made in the AFC East that um, I think at this point, because it's the week that it is, it kind of, you know, at this point now is old news, but really it's a big deal. Um, the Miami Dolphins traded with the LA Rams and they got your guy, uh, you know, I think EJ, he loves him, Jalen Ramsey. Um, I think it's a good move for them. I think um, their defense is going to be really so- – they had a solid defense anyway. It wasn't the worst by any means that we've seen from them. No. Why are you making that face? I, when I say solid, their defense was not good last year, man. They no, defense I took a step they, back. They took a step back under Bar- like Brian Flores had that defense humming when he was well, there. Of course, they definitely took they definitely I mean, took a step back. They had tough games though. They wasn't getting blown out every week. They were doing things that, and it wasn't always the offense. I don't think you know, like we give the offense a lot of credit because they had the wide receivers they did. But there were games that that, that offense didn't score, and it was the defense that kept them in games. No, I know. I mean, you can talk about the Jets game, but I mean. It was like it was like two waddle pistols out there fighting each other in the last <laughs> game of the season. So I, I don't know if I necessarily count that as like you know games. <laughs> like I'm just saying. Well, I think I think Jalen Ramsey helps that team a lot on defense. I think, yes, you know, he does. Um, now I don't know if it's a huge jump. I don't know if it takes them from where they were to now. Um, what top? I don't think they're a top three. All, I mean, a top three defense all of a sudden because of Ramsey. Ramsey got cooked a little bit last year too. 
Um, so it's not like he's a perfect cornerback, but I think it helps a lot. Uh, Steros, how do you feel like this move, you know, kind of shakes up anything in the AFC? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jeez. I mean, I think anytime you add more star power to the to the division like that, man, it only makes it better. Uh, you know, he's taking over for Byron Jones. And, you know, I think it's going to be great for, you know, uh, that cornerback room, just for the young guys uh, that they have in there. And then uh, that front seven, I think if they if they go into this draft and they get a linebacker, you know, I I, I, th- I think that defense is going to be good, and Vic Fangio is going to make the difference. I mean, he really – I really like Vic Fangio as a defensive coordinator. Jalen Ramsey can ball, you know, whether we like it or not. The dude can still ball. So, uh, I think they're going to be dangerous on defense, man. You got Javon Holland in the in the back. Like, they're, they're good, man. They're real good. The secondary is going to be a problem. Like, you got – I mean, I know Xavier Howard had a bit of a down year last year, but – you know, he's still a solid corner. He's really above average corner. Right. And then you get, you know, Jalen Rams, who's played in the Vic Fangio kind of scheme before. So he's familiar with the terminology. And you mentioned Holland. They had the really good rookie last year who's going to move to the slot. Yeah, exactly. Like, he, like yeah, yeah, he's going to move to the slot. So I think the secondary is like stacked, really. I think it's in a really good position because I thought, I thought he had a great year. The, uh, especially in the rookie position, kind of underrated, especially right. considering how Sauce Gardner and Tariq Woodley played last year. Like a lot of people kind of forget how good he was. And then you mentioned, you know, the edge rushers that they got. Bradley Chubb didn't necessarily, the deal didn't really work out the way that I think they thought, you know, when they made the trade. But, you know, he's also familiar with Vic Fangio's scheme. He played under with Fangio in Denver. And, you know, you got Jay, uh, uh, you got Phillips there. Yeah. Oh, I think it's going to be tremendous. He's a, stud. He's a stud. Exactly. And Kristen Wilkins, who I really like. Like, that defense is going to be – it's definitely going to be improved. And then offensively, you know, getting Mike White there, you know, as a quality backup to Tua, I think that's something they definitely really needed. I think the Dolphins are really setting themselves up to, you know, be a player in the AFCs. It's going to be – it's going to be a problem. Like, it's going to be really fun to watch this year, them and the Bills, and now the Jets go at it. And that's my problem, y'all. Like – you see these other teams loading up and and the bills over here, like we're just going to get the band back together. Like I, I, need, <laughs> I, I need, I need a little something more, man. I, I need yeah. them to do something. Yeah. I can see that too. Cause yeah, everybody's loading up. Everybody's loading up to beat the Bengals, try to get the Bengals and the cheese. That's baby. That's the two top teams you're, you're going for in the AFC. I mean, no disrespect to the bills. I mean, I know they're, they'd probably be the third best team right now, but right. you know, the fact of the matter is those two teams that made the AFC championship and everybody see like you need a quality quarterback. That's why the Jets are going out to get Aaron Rodgers. And then you need a sound defense. That's why I think you're seeing, you know, the Dolphins and also, you know, the Jets loading up there. See, I just look at it a little differently than both. I mean, I agree with certain aspects of your takes, but I look at it a little differently. I don't, I'm still not worried about Miami and I'm not worried about the Jets. I'm not worried about Aaron. <laughs> no, I'm not even being. I am, dog. Right. I am, man. Yeah, yeah. See, I just, I just feel like Aaron Rodgers, um, even before, even before this year, he, he played MVP caliber seasons and he has, he has one Super Bowl to his name. He has one, you know what I mean? Like, 
in the playoffs, he's not the same dude that he is for the entire season. The team that he's going to in the Jets is not as good as Packers offenses that he's had in those years that he's been good. So, like, you're, you're expecting me to just believe that an older quarterback is going to come in here and make this offense for the Jets just tremendous. And I don't, I'm not, I'm not tremendous, going. no, and then, tremendous, no improvement. Yeah. Yeah, they'll okay. improve. Yeah. But then and then I, in Miami, you you want me to believe that Mike White being the backup to Tua means that that the Dolphins all of a sudden are just that much better on all no, they're not. Like well, he Mike White didn't do nothing last year when they played against the Bills because you know he just he's good. Like he's a good quality backup. But well, yeah, because y'all broke him. Like so, they ended up breaking him down. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and and it, it felt good. It felt good. But the, to your point though, it's like I feel like you know, when you put Jalen Ramsey on Stefan Diggs, he's not gonna go off for 10 catches and 170 yards on, on Jalen Ramsey. So I think that but what did he go off gonna, for what did he go off for week one against them uh, when uh, he played well, against all those Ramsey catches, the- all those catches weren't on Jalen Ramsey though. All I'm saying is Ramsey's a good enough corner to where Stefan Diggs can't dominate that game. They're gonna have to get real crafty on moving him, you know, in motion and things like that. And then let's not forget that front seven is really good. So Buffalo's offensive line is going to have to be improved. And I don't know if, if Connor McGovern really moves the needle for me, maybe in pass protection, but outside of that, man, I, I it's, it's really tough. It, Here's it what I'll tough. say. I think the bills are still the favorite in the division. However, like that gap is closed, like quickly. Like I'm not, I'm not saying they're not far and away better than all of these teams. Like they were last year at this time. Like I think now, like, yeah, I think it's Buffalo, but then it may be a little bit of a gap, but it's not it's not a very wide gap at all. Okay. Short term, yeah. Long term, I you know, the Jets don't have a quarterback and and I'm not worried about whatever they, now put they up there for the Dolphins. It's and a band aid situation. That, but they, I was gonna say now they're not about to have a first round or a couple first round draft picks if the Well at least the, be if, one. I don't think it's gonna be two, but at, at least they probably gonna have to give up a first round pick though. And then again, if we're talking about the Dolphins, the Dolphins they 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 um gave the fifth year option to Tua. They don't trust him enough to to extend him, like Twan mentioned earlier in like a couple weeks back. But the thing is, again, I'm just saying, like, so let's say Tua gets injured. You think Mike White is coming in, and all of a sudden the Bills have something to worry about with Tua being out with Mike White? I, I ain't saying like, worry, but me. but he can win games. He can win games for them. That's the Against thing. The Bills, okay, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're like you're like they they beat they were blowing up the Jets last year when Mike White was in there because of the defense. That offense wasn't doing nothing. Miami's well, defense I, is not the Jets' defense. He's going to a better offensive situation. I but think defense, I think the I think the Dolphins' ahead. defense will be better than what they were last year. I really do. I think it. Okay. I'm not saying it's going to get back to what they were on the Flores, but I don't think it's going to be as bad as what it was last year either. Oh, it's going to be much improved. It's going to be much exactly. improved. This I agree, but then, alone is, is a big deal. Exactly. But then also back to Sterling's point too, like, and he's saying, and I get it. He has to do the, the thing that he does, but I'm telling you, go back and watch that game and go back and look at the stats. Stefan Diggs cooked wait, wait, Jalen wait, Ramsey. Wait, wait. What and thing? also what? look at, <laughs> no. And then also, also go and look at the stats for Joshua Patrick <laughs> Allen throwing against Jalen Ramsey. That's so look at, what is that? What is that thing that Sterling does? Do. What you're, you're not, not going to do is go down here and be all hypothetical and act like the Bills all of a sudden are trash because no, now we, Mike no, White we're is not saying that. We're not saying we're, we're not, that's not that's not what we're saying. That's what that's not what I'm saying. I just said I again what I said was the Bills are still the favorite. Like you must have misunderstood when I said that. However, yeah, I think the, the other teams have gotten better. The, the gap has better. gotten closer. Yeah, the gap has got it's closer. I mean, that's all yeah, I said. Gap, 
listen, when you get braces for the first week, it's technically closer, but it's still a big gap in the middle of your mouth. What are you talking about? I got it. <laughs> See, Sterles, no. No, no, you like so if you want to take me technical. Like the Bills barely beat the Dolphins with Skylar Thompson in the playoff game, so that, because, don't tell me, don't tell me, not because the Dolphins were good. It just doesn't matter though. No. Okay, no, Turtle was happening. Tell though. me how many. Turtle oh, was. Man. Come on, man. like Turtle was happening. Y'all bugging, and you doing that Miami and Jets thing that you do? You a fan? I, I peep it. <laughs> no, I'm not. I I'm not a Jets fan. I am not a Jets fan. You a Dolphins fan though, so I peep it. I peep game. Uh, okay, what, whatever you want to call it, whatever you want to call it, I am not a Jets fan. I just I just keep it a buck with the Bills, man. I, that's my squad, but I I am not one to sit here. But let's say, just, let's let's sit there. Let's say they need to improve some things before the season starts. Let's just put they, it that they, way. They definitely like do. the offensive line. They need to. They definitely need to improve some um, things on the offensive line. Who the Bills? Yes, 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 they do. But they did last year too, and they still went thirteen and three. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, like they did well, last that, year too, thirteen and four. A, but yes, that that's not going to happen if they don't if they don't improve some of the things this year either. Let's just be real. We went thirteen and three in this regular season, sir. Oh yeah, that's we right. Because of the uh, oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah. I forgot because yeah, the Bengals would have beat y'all had they played that game. I forgot. Okay, you he knows. <laughs> At this point, yeah. Antoine is he. What's the dude from the Marvels? What, what's this dude that that knows? The Dallas. No, uh, oh my God, Sterling! Now I got to edit this show. Are you kidding me, Sterling? Okay. Anyway, let's let's move on. Like we're getting off the rails here. All right, let's go. Well, I'm just saying, y'all be tripping on my bills, and I don't, I don't understand it. And Sterling claimed to be I, a Bills man. Y'all I just, we all went I 13 said and was, three with a jacked up offensive line. We went 13 and three with our second wide receiver having a 50 percent drop rate. We we went 13 and three with Isaiah McKenzie on the roster. Like y'all not about to sit here and act again, like that. and that's Bills. not sustainable. It, it, not sustainable. And also, each each season is different. It's its own it entity. Just because what hap- what happened last year has no bearing on what happened this year. So just keep okay. that in mind too. Right. So when you sit here talking about how the Bills had turnovers against against uh Skylar Thompson in the playoffs, then I don't want to hear it then. Okay. Since you're saying last year well, well, I, I just but said the, Bills... the gap has closed. It's closing. Okay. That's all I said. That's all, all right. I said. You have to like they're so far and way better than Buffalo and the Jets, though. Like they're not, though. They're they are better, but they're not like far and away better. That's all I'm saying. That's all I said. PJ don't know what he's talking about. Okay. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. The Bills are still the favorite. I'm giving you a. I'm giving no, you I said, credit. PJ, I'm not talking about you. Oh. He's, talking, he's talking about this comment right here. He put up. Uh, PJ don't he's know what right. he's talking about. He says he's right. He's not, he's not right. He's right. He's right. Like he knows I'm right. Y'all know. Y'all was, know that I'm right. The, they are better. Like the Bills are still the top dog. You have nothing to worry about right now. That that you are right about. That you are but, right. About. But right now, like the gap has closed. The teams By have gotten age. better. Okay, age. whatever you want to say, but yeah, you can, you don't you just don't want to admit it. What what is there to admit? They just teams have gotten better. Oh my inch! The gap, wow, the gap is closed. I, I'm feeling you. It's closing. Okay, all right, Dad. I can't wait. I can't wait till the end of the season when the Bills win the division again and the Jets is still nine and seven or nine. See, and I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't say they were they going to win the division again. You're misunderstanding what I'm no, saying. No, what, no, I didn't say you said that. What I'm saying is I can't wait for the Bills to win the division again and the Jets are nine and eight with Aaron Rodgers and the Miami Dolphins are ten and seven. 
and the Buffalo Bills are 13 and four or 14 and three. I, I just can't wait because yeah, I'm I'm just saying like yeah, y'all really be, and, and I get it, Fangio, Jason on here talking about Fangio, and I I get it, I get it. They made some moves and we lost our defensive coordinator, and we I get it. Okay, go ahead. I just can't wait. I'm a I'm a actually, you know what? I'm gonna put a reminder so, in my phone right now. Okay, so so Bill's he gets to say it goes right down. On. Take a picture, so, please do. I'm do what it. do you think? <laughs> What do you I'm think the Bills' it. record going to be next year? Who, me or uh, oh, like Spence said, thirteen to four. Thirteen to four. I just said it. Twan, I, I probably would go with twelve wins right now. I, I can't get with thirteen. I think the division has been proved. So okay, I think they. I think they. Tell me what, what. Tell me what Miami's record going to be. Eleven. Eleven wins. Ooh, that's that's bold. Eleven oh, wins. I what about 10. the Jets? About 98, probably. <laughs> About 98. Okay. Listen, y'all, this has been the chop up. <laughs> you can't I even love, say I love anything y'all, else. Man. I love no, y'all, because, man. because I just said I just that said about the Jets. I just said the Bills were the division. I just said that. You, like, you can't even take that. No, I agreed with you there. I, I said you're right. And then I asked you what you thought Miami's record was going to be. And you feel like they're going to be a game back from the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. So I don't think, they, I don't think, I think they'll split. Good. I think they'll split. I could see them split, and they split last year. That's not unrealistic, but I'm telling you, ain't no way. Ain't no way. Y'all, y'all sitting here talking like these boys going to take a major step forward. I still don't trust their head coach. I think he's a good dude. I think people like him. But so he's they not. can't win two more games? They can't win two more games than what they did last year? I don't think they do. <laughs> That's fair. I don't. No, I'm, I'm being honest. I don't think they do. I, I do not think the Dolphins are good. I, I don't think they do. Tweet it. Tweet it. <laughs> No, nah, I'm not gonna tell you to do that. I, I, I have no problem doing it. You know, I you know, I have no problem. And oh I will God. tag, I will tag every Miami fan oh, I know. Okay, tag me in. Please tag me in this. There, like this is going This is gonna be good. There, this will be entertaining. They yeah, thought, they had in week three, week four, you had all these national talking heads talking about how Miami was the best team in the league and the AFC East went through at Miami. the time they were. At the time they were. In week four, you the best team in the league. No. Well, I, I didn't say they were going to win the division, but at the time, like it was a fair question. That they they finally exercised their demons and beat the, beat the Bills for the first time, and like what was it, like the seven Bills tries or whatever. Beat the Bills in that game, man. Y'all be all right, y'all. It's the, if stick around for the for the Hump Day Hotline. <laughs> I got Joe Miller off on vacation. Uh, Sterles, go ahead and plug your show. Yeah, man. Tits of the crowding on Monday night, man. I love y'all, man. It, I love it, you too. It, you know, Monday night at uh, nine p.m. Eastern, you can. Find me on Attentional Grounding. I, I talk about NFL draft, what the Bills are doing. You know, Spence will call me a hater, but I just keep it real, baby. Twan, uh, you got some articles or something coming out that you want to plug? Well, no, now that I'm no longer technically on Aaron Rodgers' watch, although I kind of am in a way, but, yeah, you can find my articles at the New York Daily News. Also find me at Antoine Staley on Twitter. All right. And ladies and gentlemen, go ahead and stick around. Flip over to the other YouTube link and check out the Hump Day Hotline with me and Joe Miller. It's your boy, Jay Spencer King. Y'all love each other. Take care of each other and live in peace. And as always, stay positive. Test negative. Go Bills.